Hi, this is Virginia Gordon, a licensed counselor, and you're listening to the Teen Pod Podcast, sharing hope for all of us who desire to mount up with wings like eagles. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. We have the world to change. Hello, everybody tuning in. Here today, we have James Curry, my partner in crime, and myself, Virginia Inge Gordon, and we are just pumped to start this podcast. Right, James? Yes, Virginia. Now, Virginia's the expert. I'm just comedic relief. <laughs> so let me tell you a little bit about myself then. So I am a counselor. I have a license in as a counselor um, called a licensed professional counselor. Um, I've got my master's from the University of Alabama, and right now I'm working as a school counselor at an independent school here on the Gulf Coast. So I absolutely love my job. I love working with teenagers. And um, the main reason we're doing this is, for one, so that teenagers that know me as their counselor um, can get to know me a little more, kind of demystify the process of meetings, you know, open dialogue. And then also for the, for the broader picture and, you know, a lot of teenagers don't have a lot of podcasts available to them for personal development. There's a lot of stuff for parents, but there's not a lot out there for teens. So there there are some teens that really want to grow. They desire to grow um, personally and as individuals. And to grow, a, lo- a big piece of that, in my opinion, is what you fill your mind with. You know, if you're filling your mind with a bunch of things that make you feel low or insecure, um, that's not going to help you be your best self. So this is just a resource to help people um, tune in and then hopefully afterward feel better about themselves. So I have a question for you. Oh boy. So yes. James, uh-huh. why partner with me in this new project, um, this new podcast? What, what about this mm-hmm. has, has been interesting to you and, and why do you even care about the adolescent population? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, that seems like a multi-part question and I'm answer. Here. Tell so, me. Um, well, first of all, it's not new, Virginia. Okay. You and I have worked together previously on many other things. We can be Googled. We can be found on YouTube. Uh, a lot of good content you and I have recorded over the years. Sure. And, you know, you and I are just a good fit. We, we share the same... Uh, values we share the same support system you know we we work with the same age group type of people with me being a scout master with scouts so mm-hmm. I deal with kids that are 12 to 18 mm-hmm. you know these are formative years of their lives yeah. so I don't want to be too serious right now because I'm supposed to be the comedic relief part of this here you're the, I didn't say that. the serious <laughs> one but <clears throat> I do want to start with a story since this is kind of around you know, graduation time. Okay. So, okay. You're going to tell a story now. Yeah, yeah. This is a true okay. story. Um, okay. So when I graduated from high school, um, which I know a lot of kids have lately that are listening, hopefully listening, um, and you send all the invitations out, you know, and it's 
you know, you're a teenager. You want gifts. You know, right. you don't really care. If, you don't really care if someone goes to graduation. You want the gifts. So, you know, I sent all these invitations out, and you know, yeah, some of me wanted gifts. Some of me wanted people to attend. But the greatest gift I ever got for graduation was one that I just didn't ha have to think about. Someone sent me a catalog, okay? And you could pick out anything you wanted out of the catalog. Mm -hmm. All you had to do was just fill out the little card in the back, put your name, tear it off, and put it in the mail. Okay. A catalog, right? Okay? okay? So I'm not dating myself by telling you, but there's no email or no website. <laughs> it's a catalog, okay? So I picked out something and mailed it. A couple of weeks later, I got a uh, letter back in the mail. You know, we're, this is out of stock. So pick something else. So I picked something else, mailed the card in. Two weeks later, I get another letter. This is out of stock. So this went on a few times. And I said, finally, on the card I wrote, pick something out wonderful for an amazingly fantastic 18-year-old boy that just graduated. And I sent the card in. Wait a minute. Is this you back this when you were me. a teenager? This is me. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So just... I sent the card in. I said, you just pick it. Okay. You know, I'm an amazing 18-year-old that just graduated. Send me a gift that's perfect for an 18-year-old boy. So three weeks later, there was a box at my parents' doorstep. I opened it up, and it was a brass spittoon. <laughs> what is a spittoon? <laughs> like the Old West, you know, like you bite off a piece of chewing tobacco, and you spit it into the thing and it rings <laughs> yeah <I laughs> that, know what that, is. that was the gift that i got so you know okay so i would have really much rather just had them attend graduation <laughs> have, a, <laughs> have a brass spittoon as a gift but okay uh so when i send gifts out to my friend's children I always write that little story in there so, they, so they can really pick something else out other than a brass spittoon. So now Promoting a little nostalgia for maybe some seniors that are tuning into this um, that are going off to college. That's pretty cool. Yep. I thought Anything so. Anything else you wanted to share about that? Well, you know, don't smoke and don't chew tobacco. Right, right. That's good. <laughs> maybe that's the real message. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that, James. Well, you're um, welcome. I would say another reason why I'm doing this is um, I want to help teenagers really build up their confidence. Mm -hmm. um, it's amazing because really what this is is structured in a way of how a counseling meeting would look like. Mm -hmm. and for the teenager um, that is in my office meeting with me or on the, sh the show meeting with me, um, they what, what happens when, what will happen is they'll see, wow, look how open I was, look how well I communicated. And it's amazing that sometimes with open dialogue, um, it's just about practice, you know? And the more that mm -hmm. you step out of your comfort zone, that you put yourself out there, the easier it gets. And the next thing you know, some of these people that, that go to counseling are like the ones set apart as like being a great interviewer. You know, the ones set apart that are, that are more self-assured, um, that are more comfortable in their own skin. So in a way, 
us having a lot of young guests. It's, it's to empower them and empower teenagers watching like, wow, she looks like very relatable. She almost looks my age and look how she's rocking it, you know? And he looks even more like my age. <laughs> Like you? Yeah, I'm talking about me. Right, right. Yeah. No, I think that, yeah, believe it or not, right. James, now listen to me. Uh -huh. We are old. Yes, I know. It's hard. It's really a hard well, pill to swallow, but we us, are old compared to them. One of is, and it's... I don't appreciate <laughs> that. Well... To, I do not appreciate to that. To teenagers, we're ancient, but... To ourselves, I don't we're, think we're, we're ancient. No, but but it, it, yeah, but we're definitely old. It, but you know, like you said just a moment ago, too. You know, with a counseling session, right? You know, it's a, it's important for even like with my scout troop, it's important for you know a teenager to to be confident enough to and trusting with an adult to be able to to talk to them. Right. So. Um, you know, being relatable and engaging, you know, that's obviously important. So, uh, I just want to expand a little bit more upon what you just said about, you know, the reason for all of this. I mean, uh, you know, you and I, we're, we're very strong in our faith. Yeah. And this is something that we talked about quite a bit. We prayed about it and we talked about it some more and we probably prayed on it a little bit more. And we talked about it a little bit more, and now we're sitting here doing it. So, um, you know, the only limitation to us not doing this is just us. Yeah. So, and, uh, you know, hopefully that's the message that, that teenagers get also, too, is that the only thing that's stopping them from doing anything at this point in their life is, is themselves. Yeah, I mean, I, I know I've had that even thought of, God, I, I wish I just wasn't getting in the way. And that is an area where luckily over time I've matured, but there's always an excuse. There's always something, even today, you know, my baby is sick and, and I almost canceled, but sometimes the hardest part is just showing up. Mm -hmm. And learning how to discipline your emotion is huge. And, and that's, that's what, a mentor can help you with and that is actually a point that I wanted to make too like mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be a counselor where you practice open dialogue um, hence the reason I'm repeating that is this podcast counselor. is called teen pod mm -hmm. acronym pod practice open dialogue so we're promoting that and so anyway as I was saying um, it doesn't have to be a counselor it's just, it's anyone who you feel like you can trust and who you feel like listens well and that you respect, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And so it's mentorship and it's, and, and, and that's, that is what will promote um, your own success in life is having advisors, you know, and having people that you can talk to. And can we, can we just say that sometimes, you know, even for this generation, it's even harder to build that self-assurance and self-confidence in open dialogue face-to-face -face because of the social media phenomenon, oh, yeah. you know? Absolutely. So much more communication <clears throat> is through Snapchat and text message and everything else. Um, 
it's well, really easy to, for that to be, you know, the precedent rather than spending time face to face, well, which is unfortunate. Let's talk about social media for just a second. Um, I don't know if you want to open up that can because that's why I said for just a second. Um, so I left social media completely. You did. You I did. I got rid of it, and my first reason was that I was giving it up for a. Sorry, guys. That's my father-in-law. <laughs> that's all right. Hey, we'll all right, we'll Steve, pause it for a second. <clears throat> so we're gonna have to do a little creative editing Sorry here, about Virginia. That. It's okay. So um, yeah, my first reason for giving up social media completely was I was asked to church give up something for Lent. So what was the easiest thing to do? The most time-consuming thing ever, uh, which is social media. So. I did. And so you found yourself spending more time than you wanted. Even you, the mature. I've, yeah, I found you. myself passing the time right. that it could have been better spent doing something else. Okay. You know, you're waiting. You spend a lot of your life. I don't know the percentage out there. <laughs> the mathematicians can look that up or Google it. But you spend a percentage of your life waiting somewhere. You're waiting at a traffic light. You're waiting in line at the grocery store. You're waiting you know, in an elevator, you're waiting somewhere. So how do people pass the time? Well, yesterday I was in the dentist's office and it was filled and everybody was all siloed in their own world on their phones. There's a stack of magazines <laughs> within hand's reach, not a single person looking at a magazine. Talk about anxious. So, yeah, so, mm -hmm. you know, that's, well, my first reason was give up something that I could do without. Lent. And the second thing was every day is not puppy dogs and kittens and unicorns. It's not all no, wonderful. Not. So when you look at it on social media, it's always your best picture. Yeah. Someone's best self. They're vacationing at a place that you really want to go to. Yeah. Uh, and they're standing in a car lot next to a car that you probably can't afford, you know, pointing at it. So, you know, that's not really what life is. It's a skewed version of life and I even mean, for the people posting yeah. you know like i mean why it's just yeah. the 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 highlights the, but but it's amazing because as you can imagine i hear and talk to so many people and help them through problems but like you're you ain't the only one like everyone literally everyone in some type of way feels that they tend to compare themselves to, mm -hmm. to others. They feel more insecure, less comfortable in their own skin. Mm -hmm. um, and including me, you know, yeah. you, you might look at yeah. my pictures and I mean, even I'm like, yeah, like I, <clears throat> I see the polished version <clears throat> of myself, but is that real? No. <clears throat> well, and, and you know what? Real is so much better. It is. You know, it I is. mean, and the other unfortunate thing is with these articles that you read, a lot of teenagers feel like they're not enough because their yeah. best version of themselves is the filtered version. Mm -hmm. And when they look at themselves in the mirror before school, they're like, I'm not enough. I'm not, I can't live up to what I'm posting on social media. Mm -hmm. And so then 
they have a whole nother layer of insecurity, which, geez, anybody that's, that's old enough to remember, you know, what it's like to be a teenager knows it's the, one of the most insecure times. Oh, so it's it, like insecurity on steroids for teens these days. Oh, it's, it's, it's just the worst. It is, it's tough. And when you start the battle of comparisons, you'll never win. There'll always well, be somebody else out there doing something different that you think is better. We all, it's, a, it's, it's natural to compare, but like, it's like social media really triggers that for it everyone. It that, does. That, that, that comparison. So like you, James, I, I sign on, okay, I look at people that I care about, like a bunch of things, and I'm probably one of her few days and then I got to get back off again because for one I have a tendency to be like addicted to it and when I don't want to I'm, I'm looking at it and then again like I value my time like where you put your time is where you put your treasure and mm -hmm. I don't want mm -hmm. to be scrolling through reels of Johnny Depp <laughs> Till yeah. 2 a.m. in the morning. It's not okay. No, it's, it's not okay. So, no, it's not. Um, so I have to just delete it um, or log out. Did you and really And then I'll do get that? back. Yeah, I really did it. I really <laughs> did it, James. It's just <laughs> unacceptable, I know. So. Well, you know, the last... But we're the, all human. The we're very last... Yeah, yeah, you're right. We are. We are. We're human. We're... we're you know, we need all the help we can get. We're, we're, we are imperfect. <laughs> right. Now, the very last thing that I posted on social media, I said, here's my phone number, and I'm leaving this platform. I remember when you did that. And if things. anybody wants to get in touch with me, you have my number already, but here it is. And you know what? The same people that commented on my pictures and posts are the same people that I'm still talking to now yeah. a few years later. So nothing changed. Nothing changed for me. You know, it, it didn't, it wasn't any kind of litmus test to see who my real friends are or anything like that. I just, um, it was a time waster. So what changed for the better for you? It forced people to reach out to you instead of looking at your life yeah. through a lens. Right. Now they have to reach out to you, send you a text or a phone mm -hmm. call or, right. or something. I mean... I would much rather be within arm's reach of someone mm -hmm. to be able to spend quality time with them instead of through, you know, a six-inch I screen. found the same thing. I found that I tended to almost feel a connection through my commenting on friends' posts and then, so not text them. But when I don't have it, I think of a friend and I text them, um... So I think that the social media can also kind of have like kind of a false sense of confidence in your relationships afar, mm -hmm. but really you're not connecting under you're, the surface. You're, you're, you're not. not. You're not connecting. I mean, I know that it's a fast food world. You know, we, yeah. we like things in 132 characters or less and... You see it all the time on the news. People get upset when their fast food is not fast enough. Yeah. And, you know, the world just needs to slow down just a little bit. And we all are capable of slowing down a little bit. Now, if, I could, really be, if I could be 17, 18, 19, or 20 again, I would take it much slower, considerably. Um, I mean... That's a good point. 
you know I heard I've heard even teenagers say the same thing I, I, I'm sure know, that I'm sure like they would, seniors leaving mm -hmm. giving advice to their younger yeah slow down peers. just slow down you know enjoy enjoy being young you know yes enjoy I, I certainly enjoyed it <laughs> I went a little bit too fast for me but um, but you know there's and the types of people that that are in your social circle right now it's just a fact that a large majority of them are not going to be there in this next decade and so on so if you do have someone that's close to you or a friend uh, you know treasure them build them up it's um, so true tell Friend, them good friends are hard to find but when you find them yeah um, and you don't need ten you only need like mm. one or two or three you know you um, friendships are so so important and savoring time with them is huge too mm -hmm. I mean as a mom I can't tell you how many times I've heard the same thing people saying just savor those sweet moments with your baby because you'll blink and they'll be 18 and you know and slow down slow down so. all of the time that is spent scrolling oh it's everything the worst. it could be spent somewhere else yeah the first thing that comes to my mind right now off the top of my head is volunteering yeah you know instead of giving that time to yourself selfishly just scrolling through what if you could in turn give it back to someone else at at a food drive or you know at a kitchen or some volunteer somewhere there's plenty of things to do in the community and volunteer work makes you feel wonderful I was gonna say when we're even if you're self focused and like just for feels like you said volunteer work is gonna help you feel so much better however with research showing scrolling unfortunately mm -hmm. does not minimize your problems it only makes you feel worse about yourself and increases um, you know mood disorders like depression mm -hmm. um, and, and anxiety so yeah James I knew I'd go on and on about social media we shouldn't uh, open that can well yet. we're gonna skip kidding. that I'm we're gonna kidding. skip past that but let's get back to volunteer work for a second well, I think we need to wrap it up though we will but let me we'll, get this one point okay. about volunteer work it doesn't have to be something grandiose you don't have to stand out in the heat at at a food bank and give out food for six yeah. hours it could be something as small as okay there is a senior citizen in your neighborhood how much effort does it take for you to grab their trash can to bring it back to their house every time the trash runs? If you start small and start building on that momentum, then you can do the bigger things. You don't have to jump in. I got another idea for things. you. What is it? How about clean up the house, show some selflessness, and do dishes, you know, when your mom or your you know your friend or whoever your sibling um, doesn't even ask you to what is that that selflessness that's doing something that you don't have to do but you do it and just see how you're gonna feel afterward you're gonna feel so good about yourself you're gonna get an interaction of like kindness so like you did that kind mm -hmm. you did that kind effort and then they're gonna be so happy and it's just gonna be great so do things beyond yourself because I can tell you that is the, one of the biggest pieces of wisdom like 
if you're focusing on yourself and what you don't have and your problems, mm -hmm. like, boy, is that a miserable place to be. So, like, the more and more you can focus on things outside of yourself and even discovery of, I don't know, your purpose in life, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a game changer. So... I what think we think? should probably end on that note. I but I know you were going to play a song so here. So one of my little corny ideas um, is each guest that comes on, we play a song that, mm -hmm. I don't know, kind of shows a little bit about them. Um, a lot of ways that people cope with hard stuff is through music. Mm -hmm. So since this is our first, and since you and I are... Um, you know, starting this new project, I figured I'll go first. Okay. And then it'll be your turn. Well, go ahead. Thank okay. you. Okay. And then I will also, I'll say why I chose this song. Okay. I'm going right, to move some speaker over here. All right. Go ahead. Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. And um, he's like my man of peace, okay? Mm -hmm. And so we, one time, we were cooking and we needed to pick our song. And so we just listened to Pandora, 60s, 70s, and 80s. And this uh -huh. song came up and I was like, this is it. This is it. So that's, that's my little why. And I love it. Like, it literally comes one of the best times. Um, I listen. Amazing. I listen to it differently now. Okay. I won't associate it with Guardians of the Galaxy anymore. All right. So All right, it's turn. my turn. Okay. So um, let this, me... this, now this is the good part. This uh, is fun. Yeah, because you don't know what I'm going to pick. Okay. Um, let me see. Sorry, the the top part of my phone is blurry because um my little one dipped it in the toilet earlier. So <laughs> okay. that's life, right? Well, okay. Yeah, I can't see half of what I'm trying to type. So give me just a second. <laughs> But most of it works still, um, so it's fine. Okay, all right. This is a kind of a this is kind of a throwback. Okay, this that doesn't is, surprise me. Okay, so let me. Hopefully, this plays the right version. Let's see, with no commercial interruption. Okay, we're gonna have to listen to a few ads. I hope not. I'm gonna skip a little bit through it. Oh gosh, I don't think so. <laughs> what is this? This is 80s, isn't it? It is. It's, okay. it's 80s. This is Nick Kershaw. Wouldn't it be good? So if you get a chance to listen to this song. I got it bad. You don't know how bad I got it. You got it easy. You don't know when you've got it good. It's getting harder. Alright, so, I'll have to listen to that later. Yeah. So, 
you know, you, what he's saying, you know, you've got a bad, you don't know how bad you've got it. You know, and then he goes on to say, you know, wouldn't it be good? And then he goes on through all the other things that are really good. So, so he, he like practices gratitude? Well, I didn't look at it that way in the 80s, but okay. sure. Uh, no, how old were you when you first listened to that song? I was a teenager. That's so special. Teenager. See, driving. yours was better than mine. No, not really. Yeah, I, I should have pulled from the teen years. Listening to it on a cassette tape. Cassette tape. But it's it's one of those songs like you forget the video, okay? Just listen yeah. to it in headphones and then listen to the listen to the lyrics and then read the lyrics. Okay. And it, it's very relatable to being a teenager, you know, like it's a lot of escapism. Wouldn't it be good if you were somebody else and yeah. all these other things? But but no, it's really truly not, Virginia. It's not always. It's real, always yeah. better to be yourself. Time. Yeah. Just be yourself. But so wouldn't it be good if you could just be yourself? Yeah. Oh man. That's it. Just be yourself, right? That's my and theme song for the day. And hang out with the people that like you. You know, don't waste your time hanging out with people that don't like, like my parents, your, my grandparents. You and who you are. I'm kidding. Well, you have a lot of people that. Like I do. You, I do. I do, and I do um, love a lot of people too. Well. I thank you, James, for your time. Um, you know, today we talked about a couple of things, everything from our why, from being on this podcast to social media, a big surprise, right? <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I do have a little bit of um, beef with social media, so um, yeah, so I'm not surprised that came up. Um, we'll, but hold, we'll hold that. It's not all bad, you know, it's 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 learning how to navigate it and I I guess I just feel for teens because it's hard enough for adults to navigate it so like put on the whole hardship of emotional regulation as a teenager navigating t uh, social media is that much harder um, so yeah thank you um, thank you for the impromptu conversation this was exciting slightly corny but I'm okay with that um I, mean, I live my life that way. I'm fine Here we go. That. I'm fine with that. Because you're okay with your who you are and who you're. I am. I think episode one was awesome. Thanks, James. Me too. You're the professional. You are the expert of your own life. I tell people <laughs> that all the time. <laughs> well, thanks right. for joining us. Yes, thank you everyone for joining us, and we hope to see you next time. Bye. See you from Team Pod. <laughs>